the Tiltcast, episode 483. Call me Tommy. You buddy. And this week, guys, we talk more Yakuza Like a Dragon, Final Fantasy XIV, and Justin getting back into Phoenix Point. Stay tuned. I'm just a forest hermit. Ah. <laughs> it's the Tilka. And we're back after our yet another break. Mm, yes, yet another break. We've got a lot of those. A lot we, of those. We have had a lot. So today it is October the 9th at 9.41 p.m. Central Time. It is still 80 degrees outside in October. Give it time. Give it time. Remember, uh, you know, it, it, tomorrow autumn. we have like a massive tornado warning. Really? Yeah. Cool. Maybe it'll blow the fucking state away. It'll be crazy. Um... I don't, I don't, uh, it's like the fucking my tornado AC, warning, eh, whatever. My AC bill needs a rest. No, that's, that is very true. Um, I, I do enjoy that part, but I I've like, been spending more on my AC lately than I have ever spent ever living here. Keep the place at a freaking constant 65 degrees. So, you know, so. Well, it's only 72 in here. It actually could be colder. Okay. And why isn't, oh, yeah, the whole um, bill thing. Um, yeah. Uh, the um, the, uh, the oh. autumn. Autumn doesn't, have, uh, doesn't happen in the state at all. That's true. It happens for about a week. And I thought that that was last week. Before I do get started, though, we are an M-rated show. I am Nas. I'm Jason. I'm Rusty. And you're going to get about 30 minutes of bullshit, and probably more than that this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, And some games and news. There's a mountain of bullshit over in that corner. Yeah. I've got a lot of bullshit because I've been gone. So before I get into mine, either of you got anything you want to talk about? (laughs) Because I don't want to just completely dominate the first half. I'm boring. (laughs) uh, I've just been, uh, you know... Uh, on financial lockdown and just kind of keeping my head low. Got used to, and probably overused to, having uh, having all of my groceries, um, you know, delivered now. Go figure, right? I, I was like, well, I give just a shit. So, you know, fucking weeks ago about having shit delivered to my door. Uh, and then uh, I, I tried it for the first time, and man, um... And shit's addicting. I don't have to go to the store and, like, shit gets delivered and I don't even see the delivery guy. He just, like, drops the well, shit out my off of, at my door, knocks on my door, and runs. I swear to God, he runs. Because he'll knock on the door, I'll open the fucking door, like, five seconds later, and he's already, like, driving away. Well, I mean, he's getting paid <laughs> by the delivery. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I don't actually have it delivered. I go pick up my groceries, so... Oh, I'm one worse than you, huh? Yeah, I, I actually picked up some groceries today because I've been out of state for a week. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Um, again, before I jump into that, Jason, what are you getting into? Or what have you been getting into the last couple of weeks? I can tell your honest, beard's gotten a lot. Much, a whole lot of work and family stuff. You know, the fair was going on this week. Did did So, I, I've... I have to ask now. We're, I know you're on Skype. 
um, but you're on video Skype, uh, and you've got this white streak going down from your chin. Did that's that's age. No, that is that is my beard predominantly turning uh, blonde and gray right down the middle. Did I just not notice it, or if, no? It's been too short, and oh. since it's growing out, that's what happens to me. Like I turn into a fucking gray beard. Yeah, so it's just starting to <laughs> grow back out enough that Look. you can really see it predominantly. Lola, dog, you are the star of the show, and uh, you've got uh, to be part of just the show. A, uh, FYI, by jumping if, uh, directly onto my chest, I don't <laughs> respond to you right away. Audio for is my tonsils. in and out for me on this thing <laughs> for some reason. I can hear you just fine. So, I don't know what's going on if it's Skype or if it's my it's headphones. Are you done? I think it's probably headphones. You haven't had a delay or any kind of interruption <laughs> on our side. Okay, cool. But yes, you have a very symmetrical streak right in the middle, and I think... Yours is doing the same thing as mine. If I cut it short, I look 10 years younger. If I grow it out, you see all the gray that's in my beard, like, way more predominantly. But mine's yeah. not symmetrical at all. Which, I mean, oh, I'm okay with. And he trust really me, it's misses not completely me. <laughs> symmetrical. There are, he really misses there are gray me. hairs throughout my beard. You done? Okay. This just happens to be the all largest right. concentration. Can I return to the beard. podcast now, Doc? Uh, uh, so for the listeners there, me and Jason have been talking while Rusty has been greeting the dog. I have seen her. no idea what they just talked about. <laughs> Gray beards. Gray. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I am. Uh, uh, I, I'm just embracing my uh, inner wizard at this point. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I was going to. Uh, well, if you're a wizard, you... he's younger, so he's got to be Radagast, and that makes me Gandalf. Ooh. Shots have been fired, and sir. Since you don't have a beard, so I guess, are you Tom Bombadil? Look. <laughs> Look. I mean, I mean, the dog he's just... shorter than me, but he's not that much shorter. I mean, the dog just jumped on him. I mean, Tom Bombadil was man of the woods. Yeah, Tom... It's kind of like male Snow White. But... Wasn't Tom Bombadil, like, uh... Ancient. Yeah. Also known as, like, one of the first beings on Middle-Earth? Yes. Okay. So, I mean, it. you are the and, eldest. And probably, and, and, and probably, like, you know, not only seclusive, but has been there to see the shit that's happened throughout the entirety of the world and has just done not a goddamn thing about it. He's an isolationist. So, basically, yes, I am Tom Bombadil. Uh, <laughs> In fact, it was... You may call me Tommy. <laughs> it's, it's never been... Uh, um, uh, never actually been confirmed anywhere but it's believed he was there for Morgoth's reign and right yeah yeah well, i don't i don't remember i've only read the silmarillion twice so i don't remember if he's mentioned in that because um, that's the, he is in certain it's in, not in a couple of the short stories but not all of them and it's not direct yeah i don't think he's directly named he's just you know for, for you those know, like that are completely man lost we're talking about Hobbit lore. Right. I think he was, you know, just 
Uh, he was mentioned a couple times in passing, but not necessarily named as Tom Bombadil. And for um, whatever reason, completely cut out of the movie. Uh, I have no idea why. Like, that would be a really cool character to see. It's a very interesting And not even character. the extended cuts included him. So, the fuck? I only um, saw yeah, The Hobbit the, once because it was kind of a shit. also uh, condensed, what, like a month and a half worth of travel out of the Shire to into me? the first, what, 15 <laughs> minutes of the movie? Yeah, and then they have, as Jessica calls them, pretty dwarfs. Um, she says they don't look like dwarves. No, they don't. They look Just like male models, only shorter. With beards. With beards. They just look like hipsters. Well, yeah. I mean, and there's, a, there was a couple, uh, couple of them that did actually have like dwarven features. But, Glenn did, but yeah. the, that movie is to the Lord of the Rings series is that Ewok adventure movie is to Star Wars. I can agree with that. It only, they just took that and extended it over three movies. Is the Hobbit three movies? The Hobbit is yeah, a trilogy. The Hobbit is three movies. Yeah, I watched the first one and decided it was it's, it was it's shit. The journey begins, the desolation of Smaug, and the uh, the War of Three Armies. I think so. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. that was how much I didn't enjoy it because they cut so much stuff and extended stuff there that was, didn't make sense. There was points in the in the movie those movies that didn't make sense at all. Like, why was Legolas in the movie? Did he have just some kind of contractual obligation? I don't know. Like, just Peter the, Jackson, just like whatever reason, just completely like lost his mind. Uh, I mean, total cash was, grab. There was a point. There was a point in one of those uh, in in one of those movies. I can't remember exactly which one. Where Legolas, a character that's not supposed to exist, was, uh, or I mean, not supposed to be part of that story. Uh, was stair-stepping on falling rocks to get to a higher platform, you know, defying gravity and whatnot. Um, that was the Battle of the Three Armies. Okay. Now, yeah, I, didn't get that I understood far. Now I understood the, the, the point where Elvin Grace could walk on snow, right? I can understand that. They, they're, they've got, like, he's lighter than a feather at some points, right? But I don't understand how he can defy fucking gravity. Like, it just... <laughs> Physics doesn't work the first, in the same way. The you know the whole Lord of the Rings trilogy movies they did did pretty good justice. Like they, they th- those are really good movies. Yeah, the extended cuts are much better. But yes, I I'm a pretty big fan of those. Like I know people do the Star Wars versus Lord of the Rings trilogy. Like which one's the best trilogy kind of thing? They're kind of apples and oranges in my mind. Mm, yeah, I like them equally as well. Yeah. Um, I have some nostalgic stuff that goes with the original three Star Wars movies, and they're generally pretty great. Um, but a space opera and a straight-up fantasy are completely different. And as far as fantasies go, like that's one of the best fantasy movies I've or trilogies I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, I mean, and they threw a lot of money at it, so... <laughs> Peter Jackson, in general, is a pretty decent at fantasy and horror. There are people... Who have never picked up one of the Tolkien books that can still point out like characters and you know and identify the fantasy trope where it came from, like looking at 
anything high fantasy from the point of Tolkien on, they can draw it back to Tolkien. And they did a fairly decent job in the movies of being able to kind of identify those like starter points. Uh, so, you know, evil wizards and big, you know, and wizard towers and like the big bad being like a shadowy figure and, uh, and, uh, you know, the, the fact that people are being manipulated from behind the scenes and magical artifacts and things of that, you know, like that and, and epic journeys to get from point A to point B with like being waylaid along the way. I know people say that it's just a long walk, but it's, there's a lot of things that happen on the journey. Well, yeah. I mean, and if you have ever looked at like their starting point, like if you took a look at a map of middle earth and you took the starting point and their destination and you kind of like scaled that map to like real world miles and it's not a short journey on foot <laughs> no they took like a 2000 mile journey on foot right and no and in the fact, entire uh, time they were frodo's, being hunted yeah in fact frodo's entire journey from the time he leaves the shire up until the ring is destroyed is all of like a year and a half or something like that. Yeah. I mean, he yeah, spends a, a lot of fucking time trying to get there, but a lot of that time is, you know, is he's in danger literally every moment of that time. Right. And of course there's the whole, like the ring is corrupting him slowly. And, right. And that's one of the things, one of the reasons why I think the extended cuts are better. So like for the, for the entirety of, uh, of the fellowship of the ring, even though they're condensing time, you know, and only showing you cuts of the journey, they're explaining this is going to take this long. This is going to take this long in the character dialogue. It's not just assumption. Right. Which is kind of cool. She's kind of like a jack in the box. I know. So she just like pops if up. If you've never she watched the extended cuts of those films, you should totally. Oh my god! Go to HBO Max. She's not stopping. Extended cuts. Continue. Of those films. I can't hear you. Um. Will you let me like? And will here you... goes the mountain. Oh my god! She's so happy. Come on. <laughs> this is probably like the fourth time that Lola's jumped up Fifth. on his chest. <laughs> We did it three times before we even started. We've uh, I'm waiting for the I... tongue in the air. Tongue in the air. There you go. There you go. Yeah, she's she's got to get her licks in. Yeah, get that tongue all over. <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious on camera. I'm just saying. She's like, let me, let me, let me lick your face some more. (laughs) I couldn't speak for a second there because she was trying to tongue my tonsils. (laughs) So, since you're probably one of her favorite humans of all time, some point you're going to watch her. Oh, is that? (laughs) Yeah. Is it, so is, that's what you were alluding to. It's like I'm going to need to figure out who can watch there. 
And just a sly look towards me. Oh, I see how this works. Okay. <sighs> um. But yeah. So we had our own epic journey of sorts. Yes. Um. So Jess is in El Paso right now. And working out of there, working on getting properties there. And um, decided to drive because... She's like, no, just make her your service animal and take her on a plane. I'm just thinking to myself, how the fuck am I going to get her on a plane and make her sit down for a plane ride? <laughs> Not happening, dude. Um, it's like she'd need like a double dose of trazodone, like a horse tranquilizer, and I'd basically just have to carry her everywhere. Um, <laughs> Holstered puppy. Yeah, basically. Um, so, at some point, maybe that'll be some kind of future but um lola has traveled maybe two hours tops in the car at a time and right in recent history usually will ralph if you take a corner too hard oh nice so um very nervous about this journey and when i went i went to the vet before i left and i got some medicine for um that helps with car sickness, basically. And I had to figure out a lot of stuff. I was talking about last week, like finding a way for me to get in the car and go take a dump uh, while I'm driving. Right. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously you're not going to take the dog in with you, know, with you to the toilet, right? Yeah, and truth be told, I didn't run into a single toilet on my journey where I could have taken the dog with me. So that wasn't an option. Um, so I went and got a key made, or I'd already kind of went through that saga in previous episodes. Right. Um, so we had some issues with, so El Paso's got a lot of swamp coolers. There's not a lot of AC units. And the apartment she got while she's up there um, didn't have the AC ready, so she was staying in an Airbnb. And the Airbnb just had a swamp cooler. And she's like, yeah, you're going to be really hot, so like, just wait. Can you wait till like Monday to come down? I think they'll have the AC in and let's just do that. So she tells me that like Thursday night. I was like, all right. Um, and we thought it would be like Saturday and then it just continued to happen that the AC wasn't installed. So she's like, all right, just come hell or high water. Just come Monday. I know you're running out of vacation. So just come and we'll figure it out as we go. <coughs> so I left on Monday at, oh God, AM at about 530 in the morning. Right. Gave her the pill. Got on the road. Um, she did surprisingly well. Um, I made nine stops on the way there. Damn. Supposed to be a 12-hour drive. So I'm in the Tulsa area of Oklahoma. And the route I took was to Amarillo, Texas, uh-huh. to Tucumcari, New Mexico, and then straight south to El Paso, because Tucumcari is basically just straight north of El Paso, several hours, like six or supposed to be about five or six hours. Um, it was not five or six hours. <laughs> In fact, I lost GPS signal and cell signal um, about an hour south of Tucumcari, and essentially had to go pretty old school. Um, I got to a point where... I no longer knew where I was at and continued to follow the sun. So <laughs> it was hot in the desert. The sun is 
Yeah. The sun. The okay. sun's right. You know, he just the sun's on my right. Okay. So I know I'm going south. Okay. Um, this road seems like it's going south. I know that I'm in between two mountain ranges, so that's basically where I need to go. And at some point, because the mountains kind of tall where I was at, kind of got turned around in the mountains and started going north. And I went north about 100 miles in the mountains on this little bitty dinky two-lane road. Um, and then I finally found a little bitty town that had a gas station where they let me use the Wi-Fi. And then he gave me directions that I wrote on my whiteboard to figure out how to get <laughs> further south to get closer to El Paso. And he's like, yeah, there's not a lot of cell service out here. And I just changed my SIM card, so I know that actually, I figured out that actually played a part into it. So I got lost in the desert for about five hours um, in New Mexico. I don't understand how you'd lose your GPS signal. It's a satellite, for fuck's sake. I was just, like I said, I was in the mountains. Like, <sighs> in between mountain ranges. Okay, but... Like, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm sure there's points on the planet that doesn't get GPS. Like, you can't triangulate, but it still should at least give you an idea. I, and then as far as cell service, like, mm. I couldn't, I didn't even see a cell tower. And you can see for, like, 20 miles in front and behind you. And then about five miles side to side while I was in the mountain range in the so, valley. So... Your time in the Badlands was quite an adventure, huh? Yeah. And then uh, it started to get dark, and then I got to another city that had some kind of service and kind of like re-got my bearings and then got to El Paso, and then I got to a McDonald's and got on their free Wi-Fi and then used the free Wi-Fi to call customer service to figure out where what was going on and i changed out my my sim card uh-huh um but i guess i can say that's not a big deal sprint became t-mobile right so like i had to change to t-mobile service basically okay and it didn't fully register i guess is what the deal was so they hit you know hit something on the back end i reinserted the sim card while i was calling via wi-fi and then a couple minutes later, like, I had signal again. I had all sorts of things back again. I had service again. Like, everything started working normally. But somewhere along the way, it, like, deregistered my SIM card. Wow. Um, while I was out in the middle of roaming, I guess, is what was going on. So, I was really mad. I was like, so, you're telling me, like, it still worked, but it didn't work. And I almost got lost in the desert. Like, I was livid. But at that time... I also had like 12 missed calls from Jessa uh-huh. and she'd been posting on my Facebook and like trying to figure out where the fuck I was right. and where I was supposed to meet her. I was supposed to meet her at the office so she could show me where to go to the Airbnb. She'd been gone from the office for an hour. So I went, was going towards the office and she was like 30 miles away. So then I had to like re-navigate to where she was at and it was really fucking hot in the swamp cooler Airbnb that she'd been sleeping in. Um, like 85 degrees because the swamp cooler only oh, cools by like 10 degrees and it was like 98 that day. Oh God, no. Um, so I was like, fuck it. She's like, you can go get a hotel. I was like, just come with me to the hotel. We're not staying here tonight. So she's like, there's a motel six up the road. She's by the airport, kind of in the ghetto. Um, it was $50 a night. Oh my God. Um, but it did have cold AC and a king size bed. So, Oh God. 
that's we don't think about what happened on that bed. Yeah, I <laughs> try not to think. I tried not to think about it too much. Um, but yeah, we we went there. I mean, she's not. I guess not particular about something like that. She like she's roughed it a lot in a lot of different ways. She was roughing it in the Airbnb, honestly. Right. Well, I mean, swamp coolers, man. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, and she explained that she, like there's that's a big deal like in El Paso because it's so dry. A lot of people use a swamp cooler because it doesn't cost hardly anything on your electricity, but it doesn't cool that much. You just she's like everybody just here is just used to it. Like as we're driving by, I'm seeing swamp coolers like on every roof. So some people have a window unit, but in the ghetto, there's bars in the windows, and you can't put an AC unit in the window with bars in the window because right somebody crawl in the window right. Um. Well, shit. I mean, the AC unit itself is probably worth money, so. So, yeah, we stayed the night there and then ended up staying another night because our apartment was still not ready. Jeez. And then I spent the majority of the week setting up stuff for her and her apartment um, and then hanging out with her in the night after she got off work. Damn. But at least her apartment had AC. Well, there's there's that, um, which is nice. Um, but yeah, like we, uh, she had gotten a a bed for herself, so it's like a full, right? Mm-hmm. So it's me, her, and a dog in a full bed, which was a very full bed. Yes, <laughs> very very full bed. Like I mean, you were stacked on top of each other, <laughs> like nearly stacked on top of each other, with the dog like trying to find a spot between our legs somewhere. <laughs> Hope you like to cuddle. <laughs> I mean, all three of us were. And then it's in the desert, so it gets like, the temperature drops by like 35 degrees at night, which wasn't used to, and it wasn't used to it being so dry, like, and it wasn't used to all the fucking goat heads, like, poor Lola. Oh. Um, was picking goat heads out of her paws. For, for the listeners out there, what the fuck is a goat head? It's those stickers that will stab you through your fucking shoes. Oh, so they're they're like little fucking like thorny balls. Yes, and they've got except like they're except they're about a half inch, yeah, large, and, and they're, they're very tough, very and they're very sharp at the ends. Yeah, so I was wearing sandals initially, and then I realized the bottom of my sandals was covered with them. Oh God, you were and, just and walking then on the fuckers. Yeah, and anywhere there was any bit of grass were goat heads. And there's not a lot of grass, so but that's where she wanted to go to the bathroom, right? So right. like, she's just like covered in goat heads. So I was like pulling uh, goat heads off her, and we we're tracking them in the house, stepping on them on the house. Like oh I had God, no. cut up the bottom of my feet. Oh no! Um, Who wants to live in this fucking environment? Like it's really? it's a it's a really different environment. So like the I can't remember the name of the city, but basically like. I could be wrong. This is very generalizing, right? But the city across from El Paso, the other side of El Paso that's in Mexico, uh-huh. is about two-thirds of El Paso, right? Oh, right. Okay. And El Paso's a... I thought it was a dinky little town. No. Um, especially with the traffic from Mexico. Um, there's well over a million people in that metro. And yeah. the traffic there is significantly worse than here. It's not as bad as Dallas, because Dallas is fucking huge. Right, right. But, so everybody comes across, I want to say it's like Highway 10, into El Paso during the morning. And (laughs) that's like 
an hour drive for 10 miles. And then, wow. so I was taking her to work because her car was getting worked on too. Jeez. So I spent an hour in traffic taking her to work, an hour back, right? Lunchtime, about the same. Not quite as bad. And then, you know, six, seven o'clock, uh, between five and seven o'clock, like it's just, you know, two mile an hour traffic and a handful of people like, you know, hauling balls for a second and then slamming on the brakes. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm um, not about that. But all. yeah, it's all the traffic going back and forth between El Paso and the and Mexico, too. Right. Like it's way cheaper to live over there. So, I mean, definitely can understand it. But, like, holy shit, like, the traffic there is just fucking nuts. Um, food's really good, though. Man. So I had, um, this is something I've never had, right? So I was looking for, like, a Mexican barbecue place. Didn't find that because I did want to get some Mexican, bar- Mexican barbecue. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't find that. But I did, she did, you know, she's lived there for about a month now. And there is a, she got me, like, green chili chicken fried steak. This sounds weird, but the breading was infused with green chili. My Uh gravy was infused with green chili. Okay. And my mashed potatoes were infused with serrano, jalapeno, and green chili. So it was almost like sweet heat in my mashed potatoes. And then, of course, you know, just mixed it up with the chicken fried steak. It was fucking delicious. I mean... They just go fucking ham with the, you know, green peppers, man. It's... Yeah. I mean, I'm all about that shit. Well, okay. How can we put more pepper into this meal? There's just no black pepper. Well, obviously, because you don't want to overpower that shit. (laughs) It's really good. Um, I was really impressed with the mashed potatoes i mean um and then of course you know for whatever reason i didn't have tacos for most like i did find something there was some kind of like ritzy place we went to breakfast with lola which was interesting we went to outdoor dining with the dog um okay and i had I do you guys know what persole is I, I don't know white bread over there across the screen definitely doesn't know what persole is so let me explain okay so I just looked at Jason and his face was just like a potato. He's like, uh, jeez. Okay. No response from Jason. Nope. Nope. Just a a minor. My Skype audio keeps cutting in and out. I only heard half of it. I'm sorry. I can't quite hear you, Dick. I can't hear you right now. Really? You can't hear me right now? Are you shitting me right now? You can't hear us at all, Jason? No, I can read your lips, and it's not my headset because I've changed twice. Okay. Well, I have no idea. Um, So I have no idea what's going on with Skype. Do you want to take a quick break? Yeah, we can take a quick break. Yeah, we'll be right back. A few moments later. That was a quick break we had. Um, we decided to switch to Discord. Yeah. So, yeah. Can, we so needed- Jason, Jason, you still with us on Discord now? I'm still with you on Discord. Sweet. I'm still with you. 
Actually, the issues with Skype were on my end because my Surface decided to keep running Windows updates in the background, even though I killed them. Well, now we don't have that problem. So, you were saying, um, um, I don't know where you... (laughs) Where were we? (laughs) Complete... Oh, we were talking about food. Yes, food. And I was talking about Persole. And Jason was giving me a really blank look, and I thought it was just because Jason didn't know what Persole was. <laughs> he just couldn't hear us. So I said, Jason, you just had a face, you had a face like a potato, like you were just completely expressionless. Um, <laughs> and that's because I could not hear you for a solid minute. Yeah, you're just like staring blankly at the screen. I was like, man, I really fucking lost him. Um, so basically, do you know what Maze is? Big, like, puffy corn? Yep. Okay, so that's what it is mixed with, you know, spices and meat, usually, right? So for breakfast, I had persole, uh, but it was like a fancier spin on it. Like, it had lime juice and more green chili and, like, serrano in it and everything else. Um, Is there something that does not include green chili? Well, I mean, El Paso is literally like 10 miles from New Mexico, so that makes a lot of sense. Um, And I'm a huge fan of green chili. I mean, that's my mother grew up there, so, you know. Okay. Um, Green chili was in everything growing up. Uh, I've never really had persole for breakfast, though. And she's like, hey, they have persole. You you probably, it's like, I haven't seen a place in Tulsa that serves good persole. Maybe you want to have that for breakfast. So I just let her order for me. Like, I let her order for me most of the time, honestly. Like, we had some tacos that had... I can't remember the name of the sauce, but it's like the... So the best comparison... Jason, you'll be familiar with this. You know the green sauce you get at El San Brasito around the corner from your work? Yeah, I guess you can't hear me anymore. Really? Jason, are you still there? Did we lose them all together? I don't know. I have no idea. Oh my god. <laughs> uh. Oh, sorry about that. That was my fault. You, you idiot. <laughs> what did you just do? He was staring intently uh, at his computer, for sure. I was staring intently at my computer because... OBS decided to start because it detected Discord. Oh, okay. Well, why are you streaming? (laughs) So, anyways, technical difficulties aside, um, they had a green sauce, and I assume you know what that is from eating tacos at El San Brasito, right? Absolutely. So, their green sauce has a lot of extra serrano in it, which means it has a lot of extra punch. Oh, yeah. um, So, they're... (laughs) Their green sauce is like about the heat of mild wasabi, um, which Jess was saying that's about as hot as she could go. And they had a habanero sauce for theirs as well. as like habanero and red chili, which was actually a little bit hotter than I, even I liked it um, for just regular food. It was flavorful, but it was hot enough that it overtook the taco. So, but we had the last night I was there, we had some tacos and flautas from uh, someplace had flauta in the name. But uh, it was some pretty damn good stuff. 
But yeah, the trip for Lola was interesting because like she's not used to traveling that far and she had nothing familiar right around her. So there's a lot of times that she didn't want to eat or she'd be like shaken and like anxious and right. Well, she's she just, not been outside of this environment for well, most of her life. So yeah, for a solid 2 years. Right. I've been here every day. Right. More or less. I mean, as soon as you rescued her, this has basically been like home base. And it took her a while to get used to home base. And she destroyed home base for a little bit. Um, yeah, she's she's better now. But yeah, she uh, <laughs> she didn't do too bad. But yeah, my way back, um, I will tell you, I did not go the same direction. Right, obviously. Went, went through Odessa to... Abilene to Wichita Falls to Oklahoma City to here, you mean you didn't and it took me 11 and a half hours instead of 15. Uh, you, you mean you didn't go to the Grand Canyon? I mean, you could have. I mean, I mean, it's what it felt like, but like the way back, man, I was hauling so much <laughs> ass. Um, like, I was just like so ready to not be in the desert anymore. Right. I mean, obviously. And it's just, you know, I never knew how much I missed green grass. Um. Now you understand why uh, how how I feel about forests, like true, like honest to god forests. Well, we have trees here. I know, but not forests. I know, but the difference between here and El Paso is like they don't even have scrub brush. I mean, they they barely do. Like the trees are like five feet tall. So, um, yeah, it's. It's a very stark contrast to where we're at. Like, we are in a very lush, carpeted green area with lots of humidity and lots of AC. Right. Um, right. It well, was very nice getting back into my house. And then Lola, like, zoomied all over the house and zoomied outside and, like, was extremely happy to be back. Super duper happy to be in familiar territory, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. And we did pretty good with the whole, like, sitting her in the car while I went and took a dump. Like, I had to take multiple dumps. I was eating a lot of hot, spicy food. You had that whiteboard with you. Um, yeah. You... It says, like, AC on, be back in five minutes, people have to poop. That's literally what I wrote on there. <laughs> I'd throw that in my window and then go. So that people didn't just shatter your window. Because, of course, it being hot and the dog being in the car, I mean, you had made all of the pre- uh, preparations for that kind of thing, right? So Yeah, I literally was filling up her water bowl. <coughs> Like with some bottled water and then setting that on the seat and then walking into the gas station, you know, or whatever. Like the only food I ate was drive through. Um, and I'd go get a drink real quick or go use the restroom real quick and then run back out. Like I was never gone longer than five minutes. And then she would either just eat snacks or whatever. And then I come back out and, you know, the stop involved me trying to find a patch of grass and taking my poop bags with me in case she had to take a dump and, you know, let her do her business real quick and smell around. Oh, I got forgot to mention, there was this one place I stopped in the middle of New Mexico. Uh-huh. And it was, I forgot that there's Valero gas stations everywhere um, outside of Oklahoma, not so much here. But so we stop at this place and I was like, oh, this looks like a lush place of grass, right? In the middle of New Mexico. Uh-huh. was not grass. No? No, it was about like 20 million locusts. Oh, God. It was like fucking Armageddon. Oh, my so God. I walked no, out what? there and, like, it's like, this doesn't look right. 
And we walk up to it, and then all of these locusts jump, and then Lola just, like, flipped her shit. (laughs) And I kind of flipped my shit, too. I picked her up like a football, and we just went back into the car, drove another five miles down the road, and then stopped again, and just got out of the car. I was like, fuck that. Right. There's so many bugs. No. And a locust, you know, it's it's a gigantic grasshopper. Right. Um, And these were, like, supersized, like, plague locusts. Like, it was ridiculous. There was... An acre full of locusts. No. No. Everything you've basically said, everything, literally everything but the food, has been uh, a big note burger for me. I mean, when I was trying to take her out for to, to poop when we were at the Motel 6, like, we were literally having to avoid, like, needles on the ground and, like, glass and all sorts of shit. No! So, like, literally would pick her up and take her to the spot they had designated for animals to take a dump. And then walk, like, two blocks away to where all this broken glass and shit wasn't around. And then drop her down and then look for a piece of dirt for her to use the restroom or sniff around. You know, she's she's got to do some sniffing around. This but sounds it was, like... It was, it, was, it was a pretty rough hotel. Uh, yeah. It sounds like a fan fantastic place to like visit i will say um i do have a review to talk about um jason have you ever heard of parsec i have so never used it but i've heard of it so what i wanted to do is i the one struggle i have with cloud gaming is it doesn't for xbox is it doesn't support mouse and keyboard and I, i brought my controller with me in case i wanted to play some stuff and truth be told i didn't have a ton of time to game but I sleep way less than Jessa, and she has her, like, eye goggle things that she wears, so that she, her sleep mask. So, you know, she can sleep through anything. Um, and she knows, you know, she needs, like, nine hours of sleep, whereas I need, like, six or seven, maybe. And so it's gaming a little bit at night. And I what Parsec does is it lets you remote desktop, and it's specifically for either working from another remote location or it's for gaming for remote location. I actually found out about this, I believe through PC gamer. So they had an article on it where they're talking about through a lot of the pandemic, they use Parsec to work from home or a remote desktop and do their video editing and stuff that they needed to do on their computers from home. Now we'll say from here, when I tested Parsec, mm-hmm. it runs perfectly. Right. Like on a local a local network or a 5G network, it runs fucking flawlessly. Now, Motel 6 internet was only 7, seven megabits down. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, hotel internet sucks. <laughs> um, so, like, I upgraded my data plan for my phone. And what I did is I got my data plan, like, pushed way up. And then I started playing um, games on Epic through Parsec. So, the dog has, once again, jumped on Rusty. <laughs> so, I feel like Rusty missed Lola as much as Lola missed Rusty. Just I, don't, I don't feel like he's... Give me <laughs> I don't feel like he's necessarily having a bad time of this. No, I'm having a fantastic time. She likes her, her belly scratches from Rusty. You gotta give him some face licks. All right. You two, you two need a room? Yes. <clears throat> so, 
So anyways, so um, I started playing. I got the $5 expansion for Phoenix Point that just came out. And then I have the uh, expansion pass for Wasteland 3. And so I played a little bit of Wasteland, but I wasn't really in the mood for Wasteland. I wanted something that I didn't really have to listen to the dialogue. Um, so Phoenix Point really only has story beats and like sections. So I played a little bit of Phoenix Point, and my internet through T-Mobile is bursty, but it's not consistent. And what I mean by that is if I was streaming video, you know, it had buffered for a second and in chunks would have downloaded it very quickly. But my down was about 60 megabits per second. But it was 60 megabits a second about every 10 seconds. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's no good. Something it's something like that, right? So I'd have 60 FPS for a minute or two, and then it lag spike and then pick back up, which I only assume is like there was another burst on the tower, and then it dropped and then picked it back up. And then after doing a lot of research, I found that that's kind of typical because Internet's the last channel that has last priority on the tower. Right. So... That being said, a turn-based game did work on it, um, but I was having sections where I queue and essentially queue in action, and then watch it play out in hyperspeed for a second, and then catch back up, and then it'd play normal for a little bit, and then it'd do the same thing. So turn-based was the only way you were going to play games. Yeah, <laughs> but if I had had a normal network, I feel like it would have been just fine. Yeah, but you can't. If I'd have had that. like even. Not Hotel 6 or Motel 6 internet. Like, if I had, like, <laughs> Holiday Inn internet. Even, no, I, I, I disagree. Um, I had taken a couple uh, stints over to Georgia, right? Uh, and I was put up in a business hotel. Like, this full-on kitchenette, you know, set, for, set up for businesses, right? you know, for business associates to go to and spend a bunch of things. Um, uh, the, the, the internet there sucked balls. It just did. Um, it's just a thing with all internet or, or all places. Like, Jason, after the show, sir, after the show. Um, <clears throat> I'm multitasking and listening. I understand this, <laughs> but I need you to like focus. Um, <laughs> so your yeah, you know, so your experience with uh with you know the uh, hotel internet is just is a common thing. I don't think there is a hotel chain that I know of that actually provides good high speed internet. So, yeah, sense. like I, and like I was going to put up, so she doesn't have a TV either, right? So I was going to plug in my fire stick for, um, you know, so I could use my TV or Netflix or whatever, right? But the way they had their TV mounted was in such a way that I couldn't even get the HDMI cable to connect because it was so far back behind it. Um, and I think it would have worked for that. But yeah, I was literally just using my phone's hotspot to connect to. Um, with my tablet to do that. And I've got, you know, the mouse and keyboard attachment and all that other shit. And I genuinely feel like Parsec does a really fucking good job of encoding. Um, 
So if you guys are wondering how to do this on the go or remote game, like literally what it's doing this through my Android tablet and doing remote desktop and it auto sizes a couple of tips I would say is set your games to like basic HD setting so that when it resizes, it knows what to do. Right. So some games would recognize it because it was matching my desktop with the resolution to my tablet. Um, which is just basic HD set. Uh, it's a little bit above HD or whatever the next, not, it's like 2044 or something like that. Anyways. Okay. So <clears throat> I was changing it to borderless window full screen so that it would just match that as close as possible. But it did work um, over a mobile hotspot, though it was a little bit spotty. Um, right. I will say I didn't get a chance to do the Nuketown stuff with Wasteland. I may do that tomorrow, but I'm back into playing Phoenix Point uh, again. Right. Again. Um, but here's the thing about Phoenix Point. Like, there hasn't been a new good XCOM game for about five or six years. <laughs> right. And this is different enough that it's like XCOM, but not. And I will say that it is so much better than it did at launch. I think the basic... Without the extra DLCs, I think it's a little bit bare bones. The DLCs really do add. So, like, there's Festering Skies, right? So, one thing it didn't have before was any kind of aerial combat. So, like, in in uh, XCOM, right, you shoot down an alien, a UFO, right? You go raid the UFO. So, it's not XCOM 2. XCOM, the regular, right? You go right. shoot down the UFO, and you go investigate. Kind of do the same thing. They have these motherships in Phoenix Point that are taking over colonies. And what you do is you go with your craft and you outfit your craft with different modules. And you kind of go through a turn-based game of firing that's kind of real-time, right? As you get in different range, you have different modules you can activate for evasion or defensive maneuvers or missiles or guns or whatever. And you kind of go through this little mini-game of like shooting down aircraft which kind of adds another layer. And then they've got the whole mutant thing now where I'm starting to gather mutation points for my characters to change them. So that they have basically like superpowers, essentially. Um, and then I've got the cybernetics DLC too, which adds all these different cybernetic implants that you can do. They're real expensive, but you kind of find like your power characters and enhance them with these different cybernetic attachments to them. Uh, it all starts to look really cool, and I've got some really great multi-classes. Of course, you guys are all in the game at this point. Jesus Christ. Um, somebody didn't turn off the ringer. I'm, I'm going to reach through the internet, Jason. I'm going to. What? Gonna, I didn't do anything. I'm going to need... Yeah, it, you, you definitely did. But... Um, yeah, so, like, the thing about Phoenix Point is it does share a lot of similar things with XCOM since Julian Gollop is the guy that created all the original XCOM games before Jake Solomon took over with the XCOM reboot. And both of them have their merits. And I think Julian Gollop maybe hadn't created games in a long time when he first created it. And it just was too bare bones. Like, the things they've added now with all the different side missions and story missions with it, like, create a better sense of purpose versus doing, like, really generic missions over and over again, which is initially the problem with Phoenix Point, aside from having a crazy amount of bugs, 
was that it was essentially like four or five different missions over and over again. And with all the extra DLCs and extra additions they did to the game, they fleshed out all that extra stuff to give you a whole lot more stuff to do. And like the economy really sucked before. Now the economy's a lot better. Essentially you kind of pick, you pick who you're going to align with, which probably should be whoever's closest to you um, out of the three main factions. And then you raid the bases of the other factions to gain materials or gain their technology. Um, while you're fighting the aliens. So you're always fighting either humans or mutants or aliens. And if you're aggressive enough early game, it becomes fairly manageable. I'm playing it on veteran right now. I'm not playing like hardcore or anything like that, but I mean, I was playing it all the way up to the point you got here. Um, probably put about five hours into it today after I got done with shit I had to do. Five hours. <laughs> That's Good for me. I, I mean, mean, I got back, I had to mow my lawn and get groceries and clean the house and unpack and do laundry. And I mean, I've been gone for several days. Do laundry again, maybe. Yeah. And do laundry. And there's at least a couple more lines of do laundry. Um, I didn't realize I repeated myself till you said that. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Phoenix Point so far, new DLC adds more enemies. I've already run into one that does, they have something called corruption level. So your will points are what you use to use your abilities. Mm. You get hit with corruption levels in different types of maps or different types of enemies can launch corruption at you. And that lowers your total will points and you got to heal it with mutagens, which is another component that you gather on the battlefield. But anyways, long story short, um, that adds another wrinkle. And then they have a new enemy that another horror themed enemy that is, uh, causes corruption which is kind of cool looking horror 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 okay very 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 horror jason have you played anything recently i'm still kind of plugging away at yakuza i haven't had a ton of time to to play the last couple weeks between work and family you've been enjoying yakuza uh, oh, absolutely. Dragon. Just because of how outrageous the story is. It tends, it continues to actually get better. I, I really enjoy the story in that so far. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it is. It is totally great. It, but there are things that happen to him. Um, and just happen to people around him. That's absolutely ridiculous. Have you gotten the phone a friend thing yet? Yeah. Oh yeah. While ago. I try to remember the name of that character. He's like Jewel Master five thousand or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just an it's a, n- a nutty game. I have not I have not it it's absolutely nutty. I have not played it. It's you know But it's part of Game Pass, so I mean yeah, Game Pass is actually coming out with quite a bit of stuff. If you don't know, in a few days, Back for Blood is out, and Rift Breaker is also going to be out on mm-hmm. Game Pass. Right. I'm interested to see what kind of improvements they did to Rift Breaker, because it was kind of broken in the prologue. Um, well, that same demo's been out for 18 months. True. But, I mean, I, I gave it some time, to, you know, some play time, but that's, you know... 
for the price of free, it's a pretty easy, or the price of Game Pass, it's a pretty easy admission to try it out. True. There's There's been a, quite a few different games that have been recently added to uh, uh, to Game Pass. Um, and uh, I, might, I might maybe play a little bit of those. Maybe, 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 if I can draw myself away from my current addiction. I mean... <clears throat> So, Rusty, you've been playing a shitload of uh, Final Fantasy, right? Yeah. Um, so, remember, remember back in uh, in in the time uh, when we were talking about how much time I'd actually put into that game. Yeah, that was a while back, right? Um, What's your slash played? Well, when I did my slash played at that time, which was right after the podcast, it was. 93 days, 19 hours. 93 days? 93 days, 19 hours. That was last week. No, two weeks ago. I am now more close, closer to 100 days. Um, which should be easy, easier to... <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, Lola says that's too much. <laughs> Lola's like, no. That's 2,400 hours. No, Lola's like, no. <laughs> why are you doing this? No, why are you doing this to yourself? No. Um, I mean, to be fair, there's six months of that playtime that was not this year. I mean, I would, I would still venture to say you've put 1,000 hours into it this year. I, I haven't put 1,000 hours into all video games this year. I tend to find things to do, and I like games that I can chew on for a long time. And this is one of those games that I can chew on for a long time. Of course, there's always the benefit of, you know, uh, of having somebody else that's, you know, just starting out in the game. You know, um, we're borrowing Leora. 1981 server right now to uh to record our podcast so thanks guy uh he's on vacation right now um but uh he's been you know he's been going through a lot of the uh uh the the leveling process of you know uh, and, and enjoying the main story quest line for final fantasy um Whereas I have been focusing on literal, uh, leveling literally all the things uh, and uh, working on my uh, Shadowbringers relic, uh, which I'm still working on my very first relic, which is a, it's a lot of steps. Like there's hours of gameplay just doing the steps involved with relics, um, but relics are not required. Like none of this, none of this shit is required. I could not level any characters right now and be basically at the point of end game. So but, wait a second, I just <clears throat> did some quick mental math. So, in fourteen days, you got seven more days of gameplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you just you just figured that out, huh? I don't sleep. Um, <laughs> so. On a, on average, uh, on an average day off, and I get a few, um, I will put in probably eight to twelve hours of gameplay. Um, and you got to understand that the slash played also includes AFK time, 
So if I'm, you know, alt tabbed out watching a YouTube video or watching Netflix or whatever the fuck I, I'm Why watching at that point. Slash log out. Because there's, there are login cues and if you stay active in the game, then you also can, you know, alt tab in and do things that are, you know, basically on timers. Uh, in the game, you have retainers that you can send out uh, to do like hour long missions and uh, they'll come back with an item uh, or a stack of items or whatever. And if I'm watching YouTube or watching a movie or whatnot, I will alt tab and move my character every so often so that I can, you know, keep track of my retainers and throw stuff up on, you know, up for sale through the retainers. Um, it's kind of like pass, uh, passive play, but I'm still logged in. So it still kind of counts towards that time. Uh, and there have been times where I've just like walked, you know, got up, walked, you know, to, you know, go to use the restroom or something like that. And been like halfway to the freaking restroom and be like, you know what? It fits. Uh, I feel, feel kind of like a nap. And then I just like use the restroom and just like fall face first into my bed and just pass out for half an hour. Uh, and the entire time like that is all logged in. So you, it's not like I'm constantly playing this game. I'm just constantly logged into this game. Um, now I have been putting a lot of time into it. Like there is, you know, over the course of the last two months, I've gotten almost all of my jobs to max level. And I'm about, three well, you know, two-thirds of the way through uh the Shadowbringers relic grind for one weapon. Um the grind if you do if you decide to, and there are people out there that have done this, uh there are four tanks, three healers, uh let's see three, four melee DPS, three range DPS, and three casters. So each one of those jobs has a relic. And each one of those relics would be about maybe 20 to 30 hours worth of gameplay. Like constant, like constant grinding gameplay. Uh, so if you wanted to get every relic for every job, it would be a, a considerable amount of gameplay. Um, most people just do one for their for their main job and just call it good at that point. Um, I'm going to do probably one, maybe two, uh, before, uh, before Endwalker comes out. And Endwalker comes out in about a month. Like looking, looking at the, uh, it's about 40 days from, you know, from today. Somewhere around there. So, Endwalker is shaping up to be a uh, uh, a highly anticipated thing. Of course, it's already sunk cost. I've already purchased it. Uh, so, I will be playing it. Um, but, unfortunately, um, that was sunk cost before life happened. And since since all of this is kind of... Uh, the stuff that's happened with life has kind of put a kibosh on buying any new things. So 
I'm kind of in a spot where I have to make do with what I've got. And that is what's on Game Pass and what I've been currently playing. And I'll tell you right now, Final Fantasy XIV is a really, really great game that's only as grindy as you want it to be. And I want grind. I want something that I can sit here and just like play for hours and hours on end. I know it's the bane of your existence, Justin, but it's uh, it, it is it's it's what gives me life. For fuck's sake, it's fifteen bucks a month, and I'm getting hundreds of hours of gameplay out of it. That is value upon value to me. So um, it depends on what kind of gameplay you like, though. I and the thing about MMOs for me is that it's whatever you want it to be. I mean, you you can be as social or anti-social as you want. Um, you can be as grindy or non-grindy as you want. It's just, I mean, people pay the fucking subscription just to ERP for fuck's sake. I, I mean, I can't. I mean, they're getting their fun and their money out of it. So it's what am I? How am I supposed to judge them? Right? Judge them on their ERP though. Um. <clears throat> Look, put some effort into your ERP. If if you're gonna if you're gonna go that far, put some effort into it. Just saying. Oh my god, I just I got it, attacked. <laughs> I think it's probably time for a break. What do you guys think? Yeah, let's let's break for a little bit. We'll be right yeah, back. Yeah, let's break. loud uh, <laughs> so um hey it's news time uh we've and, got and it is we are back um i had to poop the dog real quick indeed and jason had to fix his discord yes well i mean yep. it is new new technology he hasn't fucked around with so i mean there's that um so uh some uh some news we're now to the news time we're gonna kind of i mean we've got about two weeks worth of news and there's been a fuckload of shit that's happened like far cry 6 has came out and fucking um much raid dreads come out and fucking a bunch of other you know a bunch of other things um quick note far cry 6 uh i was already kind of anti-ubi uh, before, uh, and seeing the initial, uh, initial reports and some gameplay of this is like, okay, it's Far Cry with a new, uh, with, with a new coat of paint, but it's basically the same fucking game. So it really hasn't changed since Far Cry three, Far Cry three. Yeah. I think that's probably, you know, this, the start point for this, uh, the current um, iteration of what Far Cry's been the last three games. Right. Yeah. It's well, more than Four. three games. Yeah. I mean the they only really made you know any real changes, you know, at Far Cry three, and of course yeah, I don't know, man. You, you, you 
just can't get better. I, I don't think you can get a better, uh, better, crazier villain than Voss. So, <laughs> oh yeah, no. I mean, he was that was just stroke of genius, right? Stroke of genius for that uh, for that character. Um. So yeah, um, I'm probably not going to pick up Far Cry Six just because. Well, I'm I'm probably going to wait for a sale. To to be honest, um, I'm already kind of anti Ubi anyway. Um, I'm not really anti Ubi. I'm just kind of stuck in my ways right now with what I'm playing. Well, there's, I mean, I could say the same, but it's just, uh, you know, I, I like a good shooter and Far Cry's have always kind you know, been good shooters, but they've also kind of been um, predictable. You know, this the same kind of shooter, right? They've added a couple, you know, features like a third person view while you're walking around a camp and uh, like a, a like a super meter for fucking destiny, right? Where you charge up, F, you know, based on how many people you kill, uh, you charge up a special ability that allows you to shoot like rockets from a fucking rocket pack on your back or some bullshit, right? Whoop-de-doo. Um, it's, there's that. Um, I'll say, so that game I was talking about last couple weeks ago called Age of Darkness that was... I, they are billions with a medieval dark fantasy setting came out, but much like they are billions was before, it is just a no progress sandbox mode right now. Oh yeah. So I I haven't picked it up. It looks cool so far. It's reviewing fairly well for what it is so far. Yeah. But um, they're saying it'll be in early access for about a year. I'm trying really hard to resist the allure of early access so they don't play things to death before I get to a final version that I want to play. Um, so fair enough. I kind of put that on pause because I had two DLCs for two games that I really liked that just came out. Like I was saying prior to this Phoenix points pretty damn good right now. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, over the course of a year and a half, I've got about six days worth of gameplay in that six days worth of gameplay, six days worth of gameplay. That's a lot for me. <laughs> hundred days. It is a lot. <laughs> hundred days of gameplay. <laughs> um, Rusty, who so, has seven days of gameplay in two fucking weeks. Look, I don't sleep. Like I said, I just don't. So, I mean, that, that is your secret, isn't it? You're always tired. I'm always tired. Just like I'm always hangry. I mean hungry. I mean angry. Um... <clears throat> So, um, oh, go ahead. Other other news. Uh, the Switch OLED uh, released this week. Oh yeah, yeah. That is that is the um, thing. Nice bigger screen, right. definitely deeper blacks. The problem is, uh, there there's no real change to pixel density. So. Really, all you're getting is a wider color gambit from a OLED. That and I mean, no resolution changes. There's you know, yeah, with, it's uh, still 720. I mean, um, it would be nice, but the the idea is it's also going to be well. Well, OLEDs are uh, they take more power, uh, so they 
probably will drain battery faster. Uh, so, so one big upgrade I did notice on it that I really kind of like uh-huh. is instead of a dinky little kickstand, yeah, it's got the uh, surface esque like whole pivoting bottom on the back. Thank God, because that little fucking there's a little fucking kickstand that you know that comes with it, and it feels like if you put it down and put any pressure on it, it's gonna break. Like it's, oh, yeah. it's so dinky. Oh yeah, I've popped mine out and back in several times. Right, and so the the, the surface s kind of kickstand is the whole back side of it flips out. Oh, kind of like what I got for my tablet, essentially. Right. So that provides it a much more stable base instead of it being kind of like a tripod. I don't, I don't really have anything against Nintendo, but mm-hmm. I have a thing with my bad eyes with small screens, and I can barely take even my tablet, which has a ten-inch screen on it. Right. Much less a Switch. I have not used my switch in handheld mode more than maybe a handful of times. And I hated every minute of it um, because my eyes are just as bad. Well, not as bad as yours, but they're getting pretty fucking close where I can't, I can't function without these pieces of glass on my face. Um, Now there was an interesting thing. uh, I noticed that a YouTubers tear down that the new doc is actually built to be 4K ready. Yeah. Um, Even though the Switch can't output 4K. So there's a lot of speculation going around that this may actually be kind of hinting at some new tech towards a Switch Pro. Right. And there was, uh, there was, in response to a lot of, uh, a lot of this type of stuff for the Switch Pro, um, Nintendo was pretty quick to actually, you know, get on Twitter and say, eh, no, no, no current plans for Switch Pro, you know, buy our OLED, (laughs) you know, buy the Switch OLED Um, and basically kind of directed people towards, you know, what the current, you know, what the current, you know, model of the Switch is going to be instead of. People just waiting for a Switch Pro to come out. They want people to buy the OLED, which is understandable from a marketing standpoint, right? Um, but ultimately, if you want if you want to game mobily and then be able to dock and play at fourteen forty or four K right now, mm-hmm. pre order a Steam Deck. Well, I mean, you could do you could do that. Yeah, the Steam Deck is gonna you know do a a, a pretty good job. I'm still kind of up in the air as to how good of a job and how much staying power it's going to be because PC gaming, and that's what it's really built for, is, well, it's dynamic. Um, Whereas stuff that's built for a console like the Switch is going to be, you know, rated for what what the Switch can do. Uh, So uh, I think things will look better and be more optimized for a console versus what is going to be available on the Steam Deck. Um, but so I'm yeah. just saying you can now, you just temper your expectations and expect some disappointment with some games on the Steam Deck because it's probably you know, not all games are going to be able to run properly on it. 
Um, and then another thing that happened last couple weeks is New World saw its full release. Oh boy, did it! Oh boy, and it immediately started killing RTX cards again. again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm sorry. What? Wait, wait. Now this is uh, this has been. <laughs> It it can't be it can't be the software. Oh no, it could not be the fact that New World, just New World, is killing these cards. Oh no! Uh, in fact, I believe there was a tweet um, or a article uh, put out by Amazon Games that says it's not our game's fault; it's the manufacturer of the card's fault. Talk to your which, card manufacturer. Which giga? Gigabyte did come out, you know, afterward and say, yeah, that there was an issue with soldering on some of the cards, right? Right, but that's but the same thing the EVGA said. That's now, since the since the game fully released, there's also been reports from users of AMD GPUs oh, yeah? that are also encountering overheating and crashing. Right. Well, I mean... I I watch a lot of tech tubers, uh, and there's been a couple of them that I do too. Uh, that have tested some things, uh, and I don't care. I'll say I'm uh, Jay's two cents is one of the ones that I watch, and he was doing some just off the cuff testing, you know, with uh, you know, with a uh, thirty ninety that he had, uh, and uh, he was noticing that. Even at uh, if he set the power limit for the card at a hundred percent, the game would pull. You know, will will pull the card and make the card pull upwards to hundred and fifteen percent for the power draw, where it's going past the limits that he's setting. You know, in like MSI Afterburner, uh, and to be able to safely run the, you know, the game, he was uh, recommending that you, you know, take your power limit on your card and drop it down to about 70% just so that it doesn't spike past a hundred percent or, and it's those spikes that's causing the, you know, these, the solder joints to fail because those spikes are what's causing, you know, it causes a lot of stress on those joints um, and will cause them to pop. Uh, he also actually highlighted a video of another user uh, of, you know, playing New World on a Zotac card. Uh, and he's like, yeah, the screen went black and the fans went cra you know, crazy on my graphics card. And then he's it's like, I'm going to turn my computer back on. And then smoke starts to come off the fucking graphics card. And I'm like, he's like, and it's on fire. And I'm like, oh, that's the same fucking card I've got in my machine. Oh, oh nope, nope. Not fucking touching New World right now. Fuck that shit. <laughs> was that uh, Jay's video? That was on. Yeah, that was on Jay's two cents. It was about a. Yeah, you know, it was like a couple yeah, I days. Watched after. the same one. Yeah. I was gonna say the thing is though, from all the reviews I'm seeing, is that it's a very bare bones sandbox MMO anyway, and people are yeah. just hungry for a new game, and I guess making the best of it. I don't. I think that like I see a a daily story from PC gamer about how boring it is essentially. Well, and I know that they're running stories on it because it's one of the most played games right now, it, but everything I read about it is 
not that interesting to me. Yeah, I, I think it might be also no. colored. There's there's a couple uh, there's a couple people out there that are really hating on it for you know for other reasons. Um, it's it's got the same problems that almost every new MMO comes out with is that certain things aren't quite balanced right. Um, they definitely did not have server capacity because the first fucking day you were waiting for hours to get onto the game. I mean, through like last weekend or the weekend before last, Matt kept posting. He was waiting, 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 waiting to get in the queue. Right. You know, there was like 67,000 people in queue to log into the fucking game. Amazon. They, they run a web services farm. I mean, what they probably account for, <laughs> you know, like maybe ten percent of all servers everywhere. I mean, Amazon Web Services (AWS) is is fucking huge. It's huge. It's used by a lot of fucking companies. Not used by us. The, <laughs> but for those of you who do want to play New World but haven't wanted to risk it yet, several. Users across Reddit, several hundred users across Reddit, have actually said using a third-party frame rate limiter uh, can help you get past the server queue safely, which is where most of the failures are happening. You mean the you mean the video card? Is this a video card f- f- failure or the login server failure? No, the the uh, the FPS ramping right and causing the overheats oh, okay. is happening in the server queue. Oh, because it's in a menu, and that would make sense. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So sitting there in a menu, running a running a frame rate limiter can so, help to prevent the problem, so that your card's not caused. maxed out at one hundred percent while watching a fucking number tick down on your screen. Oh, exactly. It's. <laughs> what a shit show <laughs> yeah i'm a uh, i'm not I'm already not playing mmo so it's kind of a moot point for me but i mean that uh, i don't I, I never really even it wasn't even on my radar uh as far as you know a, a game that i really wanted to play um and the more i saw of it and i've watched quite a bit of you know of people who had like early access or streamers and whatnot right um i watched uh, uh, uh quite a bit of it i've never touched it because of the whole like video card issue right um but what i saw of it hmm, i didn't really like what i saw um wasn't big on the whole colonial feel of or the aesthetic for it um and while i understand that the uh it's kind of more of a uh, a skill based combat system where you're. It's almost like ESO in a way. Um, it took several steps back in certain areas, like you needed to carry around ammo for your gun and you know and stuff like that. And like most games got rid of that because well nobody really wants to fucking run out of ammo in the middle of a fucking like raid or some shit, right? So. I mean, even WoW got rid of fucking ammo, for fuck's sake. Um, right. You know, so there's 
there's a, there's a number of different you know things that it's kind of like it's pretty, but it's also a step back in in some areas. So I'm honestly I'm much I'm looking forward more than everything right now. Is honestly Rift Breaker on Game, Game Pass next Thursday. Rift Breaker. By the time you're listening to this, if you listen to it when it releases Tuesday ish or Monday ish, <laughs> um, when we get around to it, <laughs> that's I'm looking forward to that. I I am looking forward to Back for Blood, but right now the one thing that's holding me back is I will have to play that with other people. Yeah. Did you see the most recent news on that? Yeah, so the single-player mode doesn't allow any kind of progress. Right. So you can just play a map that you've already unlocked, but you can't really progress, you can't really level up or anything, and you can't get any achievements. So you have to play that with other people. I'm just wondering how it plays out. Can I just play with maybe one other person and then get progress, or do I have to play with, find four people to play with me at midnight on a weekday? Yeah, and I mean, not... Not big on that, and of course, just from the uh, from the uh, like the beta, I was watching a lot of the you know a lot of the beta because I couldn't play it. Um, they never sent me a freaking key. Um, so watching the beta, the matchmaking was hit and miss, like real hard hit and miss, and there was some really weird bugs. Like people would load off of the map somehow. And be stuck off of the map. And you couldn't complete the map until everybody was at the final safe house. So, there was a uh, lot of just sitting there. I'm still going to play it. I just got to figure out how to play it with my schedule. Right. I, um, I'm sure that it's... You know, I know that there's bots uh, for online matchmaking. So, you can play it with bots. And I guess the bots aren't terrible. But they're not great. Um, so it's probably possible to progress in like a private party of like two people and bots. Um, I'm hoping it's at least better than aliens because aliens for me, I mean, I'll probably play, I feel like we should give it one more try, like around Christmas and see what's happened with all the updates. I need to see what they've updated first, uh, for aliens to be, you know, to be completely honest. Well, I'm, it left a very... It needs to be balanced. It needs a, a very okay review. Like it's not bad, but it's not great. It needs it needs more balance on uh, on the higher difficulties. Um, but I guess we'll see if Back for Blood is any better some point soon. Maybe. So we'll tell you guys about that after we've got my hands on it after it's actually released. But I will be playing Rift Breaker. I'm pretty damn sure of that this week. Yeah, I mean. For the price of Game Pass. Why not? I've been... Literally, it's been on my Steam wish list now for fucking 18 months. Right. So... There's... Yeah, Rift Breakers... I mean, I played the prologue, so... I mean... The prologue was... Unfinished. <laughs> well, and for me, like, I played those prologues just to, like, get an idea of what's there. Like, okay, I can see a premise here. Let's see what happens when they release the sucker. Then I thought it would release earlier this year, and of course it didn't, and then it got delayed, and then now it's finally going to be out this week. Just like everything else. Um, just so you know, there is a new program 
that's been uh, released for hash rates on the new NVIDIA cards. Oh, yeah? So if you mine two different currencies at the same time, you can mine with you can do 70% on one and 30% on the other with a new program, which I will not name. Um, and now completely bypass the uh, cryptocurrency blocker that they were trying to put on the it, software. It makes total sense. See, the, the people want to make money, they'll pay somebody to figure it out. So, the low hash rate limiter for the NVIDIA cards basically just dropped the hash rate to like. I think it was around 70%. Um, you know, if it detected Ethereum mining. Uh, so basically what they're doing is they're using the 70% for Ethereum and then they're using the remaining 30% that was, you know, that was set aside for not hashing. Uh, using this program, they're just forcing that 30% to actually hash something different. Um, well, I mean, when you're making like $50,000 a month, don't you think you'll pay somebody to figure it out? I mean, there's... Let me throw some money at you. Make this work for me again. I need money. I mean, there, there was already hash rate, uh, you know, breaking software that was put out there that, you know, that restored most of, uh, most of the hash rate capacity of those cards. Uh, it was just, it was just a modified firmware is all it was. Um... Even though NVIDIA had said, oh, it's a, a combination of hardware and, you know, and firmware, like, there's going to be somebody out there that's going to be able to figure that shit out. Um, and this kind of just proves that, yeah, <laughs> they were fucking, like, blowing smoke, man. <laughs> so, we knew that the, I don't know if he got, he got fired or quit, but the director for Diablo 4 is gone. So Blizzard replaced him with a guy named Joe Shelley, which apparently has been with Blizzard since 2005. Mm. And I guess the part of Diablo that he was working on right now. So he was the senior game designer on Diablo 3. Um, and then he had been a designer on multiple um, World of Warcraft expansions. But he's been on the Diablo 4 team since 2017. So he was the overall combat designer and he was the one that made the playable demo or headed up the team that made the playable demo for um blizzcon i guess last year right okay so it's not like they grabbed somebody completely new off the street to make it it's somebody that's already been part of the team and has already had a role as a lead project person the amount of shit that's going on with you know activision blizzard you never know what the fuck happened um right now the speculation is that while we would like a 2022 release for this, it's probably going to be 2023 or 2024. I, I don't, I honestly don't care. <laughs> I'm, I go, I don't give a fuck. I really don't give a fuck if it comes out from, you know, uh, you know, from Blizzard right now, they're just kind of like in the shithole as far as I'm concerned. Um, I enjoy the fuck out of a Diablo game and I am just, it's just a personal, you know, a personal thing. I am staying the fuck away from Blizzard right now. Uh, and until that fucking company has come, you know, come out and made some fucking, like, meaningful fucking changes, um, I will avoid them for the foreseeable future. Yeah. 
Um, that's just, and that is just a personal preference. I'm not saying that you you need to or whatever the fuck, but I'm that's just me. I'm I don't I don't agree with the company. Therefore, it's not getting my money. I've got plenty of other companies like Tencent that I'll avoid over there. Exactly. I mean, you 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 are you're like I'm not going to give fucking Tencent you know a dime. I'm not going to give ten cent ten cents, motherfucker. Um, Unavoidably, I have by purchasing <laughs> things on Epic. Right, but. But they only have a certain percent market share on that. The thing about fucking investments is... But you, it's the whole reason I haven't picked up Dyson Sphere. Okay. I mean, I can understand that, I guess. Um, nah, I, I don't know. It's, it's I mean, almost it's the, the, the same thing. Different, it's not the same thing. One has a culture problem. The other one has a slave labor and communism problem. Okay, but as okay, if if you went around the world looking at all of the things that a company that you don't agree with invests in, and then boycotting all of those uh, all of those products because that company has like a share of that company, um, I mean, I'm not going to dig too far in, right? And I'm not saying anything negative about you. But where that deeply held belief is and on our private page, right, posting all the different stuff that's happening in China right now mm-hmm. with, you know, the facial recognition stuff, the limiting of game time, the changing of their culture to be like ultra ridiculous conservative bullshit with the violence or, you know, not having male enough characters or any of that other shit because... China's fucking crazy. The government, anyway, not the people. Um, that stuff, like, legitimately bothers me. It It's not that Blizzard doesn't legitimately bother me. It's just that I can, sep- I can separate the fact that there are some shitty people in management versus a ton of good game developers that work for that company. Okay. And I don't know what the decisions will be, right? Like, it's in courts. It's been blown out to where everybody can see what's going on and that stuff will resolve itself i don't think it's going to bury blizzard with as much money that they've made over the last several years okay um and i genuinely enjoy a lot of stuff about diablo and have a lot of fond memories about diablo and still see it as something that i would legitimately play for a very long time if i continue to get good diablo games um and then the games that you've mentioned right that are there. One of them is unfinished and I really don't like path of exile that much for some reason. Well, I mean, path of exile is kind of, it's kind of obtuse, right? Well, you, you kind of have to get into it and you also have like a, you know, at least a bachelor's degree in mathematics. So, well, (laughs) I feel like I'm a pretty smart guy. I just don't want to take the time to watch build vids and all this other stuff to figure out something. I mean, which 15 minutes worth of like, and then you try it and you don't like it. And then it's another 15 minutes of trying and not liking it. Like I kind of want to just get a, here's one of five classes and you can build it several different ways and go with it. Go with God. Right. Um, which is, it's all right. I put a I put a bunch of time into path of Excel and I can, I can honestly I don't say think that it's a bad, I don't think it's a bad game. I just, it's just, it's it, intimidating to get into. It is very intimidating to get into. I mean, once you get through, I'd say, you know, 
and this is this is going to sound real terrible, but uh, I would, once you get through your first playthrough, once you get through two or three failed fuck, uh, two or three failed builds, and you uh, and you find one that just kind of clicks, you can kind of yeah, you can go and do that. Now that's that's terrible. It's I mean I will admit that is fucking it's a horrible feeling to basically spend like at least 20 to 30 hours like fucking around with a you know with two or three different characters finding out you don't like them and then having to start all the fuck over again with a you know with another uh, another build and of course there's the research of you know the people who do build guides and whatnot um they're actually doing the game a lot of justice by doing those guides because if somebody was just like randomly going oh i'm gonna play path of exile and start their uh, first character they're not going to have a good time (laughs) yeah i know just like i didn't have a good time with my witch right they're Um, not gonna have a good time at all or my archer um but that being said um i don't have a ton left jason do you have anything else that you wanted to share no, that was pretty much it. Well, I mean, I've I've got oh, about one or two things here. So, um, there was some uh, some rumors about a week ago, uh, a, you know, for a uh, Grand Theft Auto trilogy definitive edition. Um, that was, uh, I guess, it was a. So what they do, Vice City. Uh, San Andreas and four, three. So it's Grand Theft Auto three, uh, so Vice City one. and San Andreas. So the first three three D ones that weren't top down, basically. Right. So, I mean, those are the ones that have kind of aged a bit, uh, which I can definitely understand them those, wanting to do those some are pretty old. Yeah, they're going to want to do some kind of like uh, reworking on that. And I guess there's going to be some uh, some quality of life changes, though it's not going to be like total graphical overhauls. Like it's not going to be a remake, right? It's just kind of be... They're, they're going to be fucked on some of the music licenses. There might be. I mean, there is... Am I going to still be able to listen to Random Blood on whatever the metal station was or hard rock station was in Vice City? Who knows? Who, who knows for sure? Um, I know that some of those licenses have expired, right? So there's probably going to be some changes in you know in what's on the on the radio. I mean, and, they can keep all the Laszlo stuff. Probably Laszlo's been in all of the games, right? Um, the um, the the thing is, is that they you know Rockstar came you know came out just uh, just a few days ago, actually just yesterday. And confirmed it. So oh, so it, that's a thing, huh? So that is a thing that's happening. Um, so, and that is, I'm looking for, uh, for a release. I don't, I don't know if they actually gave a release date yet. You know, it did just release the other day. Hmm. Alan Wake remastered. Yeah. Which actually, I don't think that's a bad thing because, so here's something, if you haven't played it in a while. Um, I tried, you know, I've got a copy of Alan Wake on Epic, right? Like, it came out free a long time ago. 
and I tried playing it again, and because my CPU clock is so much faster, um, doesn't wasn't playing right at all. Well, I mean, like, they kind of built that game on a 360 architecture. Yeah. So, like, I was trying to play it, and like the frames were either like 500 frames a second or four, four, <laughs> like <laughs> just four, just it would just go all over the place where like animations were like way too fast. It just, it was janky. And I know there's ways to get around that, but after dicking with it for a while and like thinking to myself, I was like, I got a really good graphics card. Why is, Oh yeah. My CPU clock or my GPU clock is way faster than what was, this was originally intended for. And even with the PC release, right? Like it's not even close to the same thing. Like even when I was running it on my Titan, like not even same thing right so i'm probably gonna pick it up when they do like their fall or winter sale or something like that but it is only 30 bucks so there is that um if you're interested yeah well i mean it's it is definitely a uh you know it's a i got into it like hardcore into fucking you know ellen wake i went through and tried to do all of the things in that game. Yeah, I still never got all the thermoses. Yeah, I I attempted. Um, it, it's it one was, of the few like quote unquote horror games that I have played through and through. I ran it's out not. of batteries trying to actually find all the shit. Right, you know, and uh, I mean, batteries is basically your ammo. Um, yeah, without batteries, you can't blow anything up. Right, so. you can't you can't kill anything. So, um, the uh, the enemy type and the the storytelling for Alan Wake was Twin Peaks on steroids. Yeah, it was really good. It was like really good. Like, you know, had this, you know, had a supernatural twist on that, you know, on a lot of that shit, uh, which was really interesting. Um, you know, and for the time frame that game came out, it was, you know, pretty good. Pretty, very good. Honestly, I mean, that game came out like 12 or 13 years ago. Right. And yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that remaster. Like, because it'll play on my PC. Right. And, you know, up Like, they didn't do a lot of extra work to it. They didn't add, like, HDR support or anything like that. It's literally just, it now plays on modern PCs, and it looks a little bit better. And I was kind of thinking to myself, that might be fun to play again. Yeah. Well, I mean, but it was... I've, I've got other game to play right now, so that's why I didn't pick it up. It was teased like crazy in Control, by the way. Like, the fact that there was another Alan Wake, you know, title coming out. It was teased crazily in freaking control. If you knew where to look, you could actually find like. I still need to beat that. Yeah, there's. I mean, control's good. I mean, it's a it's a really good game. It's like the the uh, the problem with having a little bit of extra money and then picking up stuff on sale and then playing something else to death without opening all the other treasures you have. Well, I mean, it just means you have like you have a lot of good game in your backlog. I so, do, and it's. One of the reasons I'm just like, uh, Game Pass or like DLC. Like my total budget I've spent in the last six weeks is $44. Well, I've killed my backlog, the ones that I really want to play. And of course, there's always games that are good in there that I just don't feel like playing. Like, I, I remember like, you posting a meme about that. It's like, I don't have anything to play with a big fucking like Steam library available. 
And then just the next frame is, I don't have anything to play. <laughs> I have plenty to play. I'm just, at this point, this year, I can tell it's kind of fucked for releases. So play what I want. Probably play a lot of stuff that comes out on Game Pass so I don't overspend and get through some of this stuff in my backlog. Right. I've got one more thing and we'll uh, we'll wrap this baby up. Um, Monster Hunter Rise is coming to PC on Steam. And Which one is, was Rise? Rise is the one that uh, that came out for the Switch. Um, That's a regular Monster Hunter game, right? So yeah, it is. It's it is a a regular Monster Hunter game, not like Monster Hunter Stories. Uh, it's more like Monster Hunter World in a way. Um, but they released it, you know, primarily for the Switch. Um, but it has the Monster Hunter combat in it, if that's what you're asking for. Yeah. Um, I wonder if it's like low poly or not. Well, for the PC release, um, the PC release actually has a, uh, a better, uh, uh, better performance, better frame rate. Of course, I mean they did this. They did the same thing with um, Monster Hunter World when they uh, moved it from uh, from the console. Uh, it was the 360 consoles, right? Yeah. Um. They they moved it from. Well, actually, it was Xbox One. If I remember correctly, I played it on Xbox One. Um. But they moved it from the consoles where it was 30 frames per second, and once you got it to PC, it was you know you know 60 frames or more. Uh, and the difference in frame rate was all the difference. Holy shit, was that a big fucking difference for me? Um, so uh, it's anticipated to have better, you know, better frame rates and be more optimized for PC. Uh, and that is uh, coming out January twelfth next year. So not very far away. I'm okay with that. Um more monster Hunter combat. I think that it's the right move, uh, because not everybody wanted to play it on the switch, to be honest. Uh, and I didn't really want to play it on the switch, but, uh, I said that as soon as it came out for PC, I'd give it a try. Uh, so uh, hopefully they don't, they don't mess this up. I mean, they didn't really mess up world, uh, world kind of exploded when it hit PC. Uh, so, I'd play this. Uh, so that is, uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's definitely playable play, uh, frame rate. Like, and, and you're just watching a video of it, right? So yeah, I mean, you can tell this is early access. It's on all Japanese language, whatever. Right, but that is that's the Monster Hunter I know. Yeah, that's a that that's the Monster Hunter combat that you were you know, you were looking for, and that really kind of like draws you into the uh you know into the franchise so hopefully they don't fuck it up um i'll be watching that one for sure because i really loved world i put a lot of fucking hours into world yeah we can play that together i'll pick it up okay that's all i've got for right now all right well jason where can you find us Find us at TiltCast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com slash TiltCast. Our YouTube channels, YouTube.com slash TiltCast, and search for us on iTunes and Spotify. Rate us, review us, and subscribe. Find some friends of the show. We've got CabbageKBG. We've got NoQuarters.net, Picking Up the Pixels, For the Love of Gaming. Um, 
bmfcast.com and tvgp.tv they also like left for dead with that it's the end of the show all right peace Thank you.